0: all right so hello people welcome to another episode of conspiracy 420 and we're talking giants part dues this is from the uh, first time we're talking about giants and when we talk about giants we talk about giants that lived here um and I wanted to start off the show where actually Mike, um before there was before there was God wasn't the Giants roaming the earth before God? No, because wasn't what, what that wasn't like in the, um when well, you read G- Greek mythology the titans were here and like Zeus that had was, to get rid not, of the titans.
1: That's not uh that's not before Genesis. That's,
0: that's not that. the Greek mythology is not before Genesis.
1: No, the Greek mythology is obviously after
0: Genesis. Because you know what? It's also was weren't that a violent around before God.
1: There's nothing around before God. God made the earth and all the creatures, and then he made yeah, man, and then the fallen angels happened. Yeah, because
0: okay. I always heard of Leviathan, that was creatures that God Le- actually feared.
1: Levi- Leviathan is just like a great beast, yeah. okay? You know, it has different meanings in different cultures. Uh, that's That's a little bit different, okay? Because when you're talking about with giants – You're talking about the fallen angels, okay, the Nephilim, them intermingling, having sex with human women and creating these creatures and these monsters. Now, there may have been giant beasts around at that time. I mean, we know, look, we we, we know by fossil records that there were giant woolly mammoths, giant mastodons, saber-toothed tigers. Yeah. Big creatures like that At the time of man Now what we all think And what we've been told For many many Decades is that That was like cavemen That were dealing with that Primitive cavemen Not, it, I, I I believe that, that that There's a lot of evidence That shows that that's false See the carbon dating And stuff that we we go by it, you know people think it's gospel and it's 100% accurate it's not okay and i think that once you kind of get rid of that idea that something is exactly 20,000 years old and that's all it could be and you th- and you start to think that there might have been more ancient civilizations prior to what we know of because remember what i said last the last episode ancient egypt for instance all of a sudden all of a sudden, with no warning, has a complicated hieroglyphic language. Where'd that come from? Okay, because they had no prior culture before that with a written language. And then they come up with this hieroglyphic language that to this day we don't totally understand.
0: Okay. Yeah, so well, symbols and stuff that we still have no idea what the hell it mean. That we right, right, right,
1: right. And I believe, and, and you know, you might say, well, what does this have to do with giants? Well, it does because they've found hieroglyphic symbols, and I'm going to talk about it in one of the examples today.
0: In South America uh, also?
1: Well, right, right, and, and right in South America, but with, with giants in particular, they have found burial grounds, mounds in America with giant skeletons inside, seven, eight feet tall. Okay, Uh, there's even a couple that might be even been bigger, but some of these had like symbols on them Okay, like a like a Carved into stone over the body like a sarcophagus. Okay, almost what you'd see in in egypt Okay, but made out of stone not gold or anything like that But with with hieroglyphic like symbols on them. So what does all that tie in? Well, The point of these shows that we've been doing is I'm trying to explain that these fallen angels gave us technology or gave these ancient civilizations some kind of technology that probably a lot of it's been lost. We don't know it anymore. Okay. And also... What they did teach us, and that did carry on, of course, is you know if you read the the Book of Enoch and in some Hebrew texts, they talk about how the fallen angels taught people how to make weapons. Okay, we didn't know how to do that. No. Okay, so you know we they taught us warfare. Okay. Incredible. That's that's we all know that stayed on. (laughs) Because,
0: like you know, just like fallen angel. What do you think of some of the Greek gods that came down and supposed uh, to make no, love I, to humans? No, I, human I, I think
1: that that yeah, I mean, I think that that is tied in, okay? Yeah. Because all of these ancient cultures, whether it's uh, a- a- ancient Sumeria, ancient Egypt, um, the uh, Native Americans, have have legends about people coming down from the sky, okay, and and. Teaching them things, okay. Now, you know, is that the fallen angels? I I I kind of think it is. Now, you might say, is it is it angels? Is it people? You know, what we think of an angel, or is it an alien in a spaceship? Is it is it? You know, that's where you people go different ways. And a lot, I I think it's it's kind of like a combination in a way, okay. I I, I don't, I kind of believe both. Okay. So
0: what happened to um? Because Lucifer was a fallen angel. Yeah. Right.
1: Well, yes, of course he was. He did was he, the most. He, he was have, the most beautiful. Did he have he, kids?
0: Did he have kids? Also, did he ever made it with? A- well, I
1: think. <laughs> I I mean, it, I think if you follow the, you know, the religious texts when it comes to Lucifer, he was the most. He was an archangel, first of all. Yeah. Which means he was just as powerful as. The Archangel Michael, the Archangel Raphael, you know, you know all these, you know, but those are warrior
0: angels, remember. Those
1: are well, those well are not Lucifer, angels. Those are
0: angels, the protectors of God.
1: Right. Okay, they're so, sons of God. Yeah. Okay. And Lucifer was supposedly the most grand, beautiful one. Okay. And he got jealous of God and started a war in heaven and because he wanted to kind of be like God. OK, you know, it's funny when people, the, my name, Michael, OK, and the archangel Michael, the word Michael in Hebrew is not a it's it's not a word. It's a sentence. It means it's asking a question. It's who is like God? That's what that means. Michael means who is like wow. God, because it's a response to like Lucifer saying you know, I'm I'm gonna be just like God, and He, you know, who who could be like God? Okay, that's that's what that means. And you know, Lucifer, if you go by the the religious texts, you know, he, he was defeated by the archangel Michael finally, and cast into hell, and he waits until the end of times to come out. You know, did, did, does he mess with does he mess with people in the meantime? Well, uh, yeah. Okay, he's got the power to do that from hell, but he's not here. He's in hell. Okay, so the demons are the ones that are here. Okay, now the demons are the fallen angels. Okay, and they are to blame for giving, you know, people the power to make warfare, the technology to do that. Okay, now, you know...
0: Check this out. Could these fallen angels were the remainders of Lucifer's army that they just say you're kicked out of heaven and cast into earth?
1: Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, all right. I mean, there, there's a lot of texts that get into that, um, you know. And wh- you know, again, where does giants fit in with this? Well, it, it, they are the offspring of these pe- of these creatures with 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 women okay and could they have been titans probably okay you know when you watch movies like uh clash of the titans right (laughs) great movie okay i like the original better than the the remake but but it, it it deals with these like mythological greek mythological creatures and they they are kind of almost like uh you know, half human, half something else. Okay. Like, remember the, the minotaur was like half man, half bull. Yeah. You had a bull head horns. Yeah. Okay. And he lived on Crete and everybody had to fight him. Okay. And then I think there was more than one minotaur, you know, you got to wonder like, what, wh- you know, what is this based on? Is it just tall tales? Uh, but why would you make up something like that? Why would you like, like, you know, who comes up with like, oh, I'm going to make a story about a half man with a bull head. No, it has to be based on kind of something that you saw or thought you saw. I don't know. I I, I think that a lot of these creatures in mythology are based on things, you know. And then you have like the gods, Zeus, uh, Hera. These people
0: also took a lot of peyote. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Yeah, they were getting lumped up. A lot lot of wine. You're out out there in the desert. What the hell is that?
1: (laughs) A lot of, yeah, I mean, it's definitely, there's definitely they were getting lumped up. I mean, when you live to, when the longest you would live would be 30 years old in those days, you know, you think you're going to have a good time, you know, but I want to, I want to talk about where we left off in the last episode. And that was with that Abraham Lincoln quote about Giants. Okay. And I want to give some examples Some things that he himself may have even been aware of. Now, what am I talking about? Just to reiterate from last week, Lincoln was on the campaign trail and ended up, this is in 1850, ended up uh, in the early, this was in the early parts of his political career. And he was uh, campaigning for somebody in the Whig Party. And he ended up in the Niagara Falls area observed the, the falls was blown away by the beauty of it and wrote a speech which he never gave and 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 there's a portion of it here i'm gonna read again and it talks about giants okay and it goes like this when this is the excerpt part it's a big speech but they, he never gave it it's just stayed in his notes but i
0: wonder why he never gave it
1: it just never i guess i don't know i guess things change for him but he kept it he wrote it it's in his notes it says And this is the excerpt about the giants. When Columbus first sought this continent, when Christ suffered on the cross, when Moses led Israel through the Red Sea, nay, even Adam first came from the hand of his maker, then as now, Niagara was roaring here. The eyes of that species of extinct giants whose bones fill the mounds of America have gazed on Niagara as ours do now. Contemporary with the whole race of men and older than the first man, Niagara is strong and fresh today as 10,000 years ago. The mammoth and the mastodon, now so long dead that fragments of their monstrous bones alone testify that they ever lived, have gazed on Niagara. In that long time, never still for a single moment Never dried, never froze, never slept, never tested. Now, he's obviously talking in that that one sentence, okay, about giants. Some people think he's really talking about woolly mammoths and mastodons, but what gives it away is, you know, when he says, the eyes of that species of extinct giants whose bones fill the mounds, fill the mounds of America. In America, going back to when centuries, before we were even a country, okay, the colonists, the Spanish, the English, the Dutch, they would find these mounds, okay, uh, at first they found them in upstate New York, Illinois, Ohio, Kentucky, Tennessee. Once we, you know, New York was probably one of the first places because we were, you know, that was settled first, and then we slowly started going west. Okay, but you know, they would find these these mounds. They were usually in Indian areas, American Indian areas. They sometimes had Indian buried with them, but there would be bones of giants, people that were seven, eight feet tall, even bigger. Their heads sometimes had the skulls had two sets of jaws, an upper and a lower, two sets, an inner and an outer. OK, uh, so big that the skull would fit over the skull of a of, a, of an irregular American Indian if it was buried wow. in the same place. They could just place it right over. it. These are well documented. This is not two, three, four, five, ten cases. No, these are thousands, thousands of them. And wow. the consensus is that. The Giants probably had the burial grounds there before. And the Indians may have continued using them after. Or there was a point when these two cultures were together. We know that because a lot of the Indian legends have stories of fighting giants. Giants giants raiding, fighting their tribes, killing, eating them, eating them. They were cannibals. Okay. Yeah, so they had the two set of T's. Maybe, maybe they needed an extra set. I don't know. Okay, Uh, some of them had six fingers on each hand, six toes on each foot. Okay, Uh, there's even some cases I'm going to talk about this where they had four fingers. Okay, so one example of something like this, and this is one of the best examples of um, of uh, a, a giant, very. Huge giant. This one is 12 feet, okay? In Lompoc Rancho, California, in 1819, a 12-foot skeleton was unearthed, okay, was dug up. Now, soldiers were digging a pit for a powder magazine, and they ended up digging through the dirt, and they came across this cemented layer of gravel. So they dug through it. Not, not expecting to see that. They dug through it, and they found a 12-foot sarcophagus buried there. The grave also had, surrounded inside of it, carved shells, huge stone axes, two spears, and thin sheets of what was called porphyry. And porphyry is a purple mineral that has a little bit of quartz in it, okay? And it covered the skeleton in the sarcophagus. I guess a way to preserve it somewhat. I don't know, okay? Um, these sheets of, of porphyry had these strange, unknown, hieroglyphic-type symbols on them. Okay? So the soldiers were... Concerned about this so they contacted A local Indian tribe And the Indians told Them that they were actually this was in California Okay that they were actually A displaced Indian tribe from the Ohio Valley that had Moved out there Okay Um, The legend goes Is that the, the Indians that were telling Them this had to go into a Trance before they could Explain it to them Okay. So they maybe took peyote. I don't know. They went into a trance and and you know basically told them this is, you know, our our ancestors, whatever, from the Ohio Valley. So the soldiers, you know, thinking that this was very significant, decided to just bury it back. Okay. Now there was also something in 1847, and again, this first one, the 1819. 12 foot skeleton and this is something that lincoln might have heard of all right it was his time okay here's another one from 1847 there was a uh a book or a publication written by a guy named henry r schoolcraft and it was called the notes on the iroquois iroquois indians this took place in auburn new york upstate skeletons were found near fort hill and its vicinity A humerus bone, which is your leg bone, and a shoulder bone showed the living giant had to be at least, at least a third taller than the average man. Damn. You know, so you're talking two feet taller than the average man. Okay. Documented. This is documented stuff in publications. Uh, There was another one, 1885 in Michigan. Memorials of a Half Century, that was the name of that publication. The best example of mounds were on the shores of the Grand River, three miles south of Grand Rapids, Michigan. Six mounds were opened in 1874. Several skeletons were found. One was over seven feet tall, sitting in a posture and faced at different points what they find in a lot of these mounds is that these skeletons they're buried still deep, sitting up. they're buried in sitting positions okay they're buried in sitting positions and they face different directions like the spoke of a wheel okay so you might have like let's say you bury four people you, you bury one facing north facing south facing east and west Okay, and that is a significant thing because it shows that there's 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 a belief and there's a really this is a religious thing. They could be they could be sun worshipers, yeah. you know. You might bury somebody towards the east because the sun rises that way, sets in the west, like that. Wow. Yeah. Now again, these are these are mounds. So you let's say you're in a field. And you see this mound? I mean, it's it's like a, Why is that there? It looks like something somebody made.
0: Yeah. They
1: would dig. They would dig into it, and they would find these. They're they you know, inside. They're in there, and they're they're sitting up. Okay. And they might they might, if there's more than one, they might be facing different directions, like the spokes of a wheel. Sometimes they would find them lying down too. Not always sitting. Yeah. Okay. But, but they. I think they, the one
0: that they found sitting were maybe ones that. Die and they just couldn't move and they just
1: built on top of them. No, I think they sit them there on purpose. I think it's a, you it's a, not gonna, it's got to be. It's got to be. You wouldn't you wouldn't bury somebody sitting up unless it meant something to do that. I I think that's weird the
0: sitting up It
1: man, is buried. it is it is weird, but it's something that they they found on many many times. Now then also in Michigan um there was a publication called the American Antiquarian And this was from volume 12, number one, published January 1890. Um, a, A guy named Mr. Bates and two friends made an excavation in a vacant lot located within the area of an old cemetery. They came upon a curious and interesting burial spot at a depth of two feet. They found this five skulls were found lying in a circle facing the center. Okay, so like the spokes of a wheel, five skulls facing that way, okay? Wow. Within the circle were ashes and charcoal, which shows evidence of a fire, but the bones were not all burned. On the pr- on the skulls, two had double teeth in front, and Mr. Bates, al- Bates also said that a third may have had that also. So out of the five they they may have had at least 3 with uh double with double, that set, double sets
0: yeah Mike it's funny that you talk about um cuz they they got they were saying i think in the book of uh, of um um enoch e- neon the book enoch, of neon, they talk they talk about giants um uh, drinking and devouring and killing humans mm-hmm after a while, yeah. after a while, they were like watchers, but then they just started killing them. And, like, and, uh, and, and, yeah, uh, and, it, and this is like in, the, it's in that book, it's in the Quran, it's like a different book about giants just to really eating humans.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not positive about giants being in the Quran. It could be, okay. There's um, verses them. Is there verses about that? There's I wasn't of aware them. of that. All right, I got to look into that. But, um, but keep in mind, book of enoch old world old world okay middle east okay maybe north africa places like that that they knew about they knew they were giants there this is in north america this is in our backyard how'd they get over here okay or i mean there's different theories what if they actually started here and went the other way nobody really knows what came first Wow, okay did they really you know obviously because we think the Bible is the oldest form of information, maybe that's not true. Uh, maybe before the Bible was written, maybe there were giants in North America roaming around. Um, we don't know okay and and one thing you got to remember with the Bible is that the first few chapters of the Bible, which is really the hebrew bible okay like the what they call the torah okay yes. but we call we call it genesis deuteronomy you know all that that was all written by moses and it came later mm. okay so you know and there's there's thousands of years in between so we don't know you know they were slave the jews were slaves in 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 egypt for a long 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 time before moses Took them out and then he Wrote Genesis So what did they have before that Well they they had writings But it wasn't Put together okay Uh, You know Abraham didn't have Abraham who's considered the father of The Jews didn't Didn't have a, a book of Genesis To go by what did he teach well He taught that there's one God and You know all that but when when cultures believed in you know many gods, okay? so where did the
0: Dead Sea Scrolls come from?
1: Uh, well, the Dead Sea Scrolls was something that was discovered, you know, in the early, I think, twentieth century. Um, they they are actual scrolls, papyrus scrolls of some stuff that we already knew. Okay, they did find excerpts of the Book of Enoch went back many, many more centuries than we thought it did. So, you know, the book of Enoch is something that um, was taught for centuries before Christ. And Christ himself, okay, read the book of Enoch. Um, you've, heard, you've heard of the expression, the son of man. Yeah. Je- Jesus would call, say, I'm the son of man. Yeah. That's an expression from the book of Enoch. It's all over that, okay. So some people say the Book of Enoch is kind of like you know it 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 predicts the coming of Christ. It's possible, okay. But but because of that expression, but it's also very possible that Christ was familiar with the book and used that word. That's that expression, okay. But again, you know we don't know we don't know where that these the I, I believe the fallen the fallen angels had to go everywhere. OK, they didn't just go to civilization that we know of was happening, like ancient Egypt, ancient Sumeria, Babylon, places like that. They 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 didn't just go there. They went. I, I believe that there were other civilizations, probably older in other parts of the world. You know, and that's when you get into the whole like Atlantis thing and. You know what I was talking about last week about Antarctica. Uh, that could be Atlantis because there's evidence that it existed 2,000 miles north than where it is now, and because of what's called Earth crust displacement, it it moved, okay, south to colder wow. environments. You know, but there was part of Antarctica. That had to have a tropical climate because they know that because they they found in the in the evidence of tropical plants and trees and stuff in Antarctica. So they know that that part of the world, and it couldn't have been that there was those trees growing down there. It had to be the continent moved. You couldn't have trees growing there because it'd be too cold.
0: I, I still find that fascinating. <clears throat> you know what's another weird thing? Why they call these falling angels "watcher"? What Why? Why, why do they mean by "watcher"? Were they here just to observe and then they started fucking around with humans? Is that what it was? They were here to watch exactly. And they just... In the
1: in the book of Enoch, <laughs> excuse me, in the book of Enoch, um. it it explains that there's a book of, there's there's one book called Book of Watchers. And it explains how the angels were supposed to be watching over mankind. That was their job. But some of them got jealous and some of them fell in love with the women. They were beautiful. They never saw anything like that before and uh, started messing with them. And they, you know, they... It's like having the wolves watch the sheep, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, yeah, and that's and and some of them gave birth to these creatures. And some of them would end up being giants, some of them would end up being deformed creatures, maybe, maybe half animal, half human, which is where you get the Greek mythology stuff from. Okay. Maybe other things that we don't know. Okay, now, um, one thing I want to mention here is that, and I kind of mentioned it before, there's many legends among the Native Americans regarding the giants, fighting them, and all that. And there's many legends that also place these giants at the time of woolly mammoths, mastodons, and saber-toothed tigers. OK, so these same legends and among the Native Americans sometimes puts these creatures, these giants as gods. OK, and, and when I say Native Americans, I'm not just talking about, you know, the tribes we know, Sioux, Iroquois, Cherokee, that I'm talking about what became South American Indians. Also, okay, they have legends: the Mayans, the Aztecs, the Incas. They all had legends. The the, the area now known as Peru, the area now known as Ecuador, and I want to get into this more next week, okay? The next show. I think we're going to do at least three or four shows on this, okay?
0: Yeah, um, the South American stuff is fascinating. Like, yeah, yeah I want to get into that. There?
1: I want to get into that more next week. Um because you know you get into those like crop circles that you can only see from the air
0: that thing you know is why, a fascinating yeah, what thing is, that- what
1: is that you know and also they have legends getting into the ancient civilization side of it they have i mean they have legends of the, the gods called viracocha okay and this is all over south america viracocha gave them their culture Gave them their language, gave them their society. They taught them to not be, you know, primitive. Okay, some of these people were even cannibals. They gave, think, them, gave them civilization.
0: Yeah, I think I think they were definitely. You know, maybe well, that's where they had the virgin sacrifice. Put the virgin there, and they said, well, well, the fucking giant came and devoured All right, I'll take care of you guys.
1: I'll right, teach but you I'm, what, what, what I'm saying is not just the. Not just giants. I'm talking about the, the the people that would become Indians that we know in South America. Early in their history, they were cannibals. Oh, okay, yeah, Vir, Viracocha came along, taught them not to do that. Now, when when people say, "Well, what did Viracocha look like?" Now, picture what an, an Inca looked like, or a, you know, an Aztec looked like, right? Uh, South American people have that particular look yeah and Viracocha was a white guy with long red hair with powers
0: you know what the problem is this guy has to appear a few times in different places that's the thing that's scary too about oh, yeah him.
1: yeah and and who is that
0: yeah. okay
1: and what you know is it just one is there more than one how do you how if you had never seen a white person before okay that would be like a god to you, right? You yeah. know you do, especially if he could do things that that never you never saw. Okay, so that's why I get into the. I, I like the whole idea of the ancient civilizations that we know of. There were civilizations older that taught them, and things have been lost in time. Uh, technology has been lost. Remember, we talked about the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. The power behind that Uh, Moses Said to build well God God told him to build this ark It had to be 40 40 cubits I forget the Exact dimensions okay Had to be a certain size made From a certain wood covered in a Certain gold in a certain In a certain design And After it was They were taken out of Egypt and settled in Israel the ark was used in battle okay and there's you know the ark knocked down the walls of jericho the city of jericho okay there's 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 legends of that why did how did that happen how could an ark just bringing the ark out how could that do that well there's there, it, i believe it had some kind of power yeah okay and this is a power that you know, if you read in the Bible, it says that Moses, because he grew up in Egypt as a, a prince, even though he was a Jew. Well, you know the story. So yeah. the Ten Commandments. So, yeah. you know, he, he grew up an e- Egyptian and he knew, I think I, I'm going to paraphrase, but it does say in the Bible that he knew all the science of ancient Egypt. OK, and I think that when it comes to ancient Egypt and older civilizations. I think a lot of that stuff is lost. We don't know. How the fuck did they build the pyramids? Yeah. Okay. There had to be, there's no way that that was done by slaves. Everybody's just like, oh, yeah, Jewish slaves. No. It, it, it was too impossible, too hard to do. I mean, they look at the way these these stones were cut, Dude, the precision. But,
0: yeah. But, Mike, just think about the the, 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 the Noah's art. To build art to be in water for that long, how much? Well, yeah, I mean, he,
1: I, he, if the story I know is Ark is he, he built the Ark and he covered it in pitch. And pitch is like tar. I
0: know, but I mean, how I know, but then, know, yeah,
1: how, but how do we know how to do it? I, yeah, how do we know how to do it? There how had do to be, know
0: how to do it? Put this thing together. There, had, had, to like, like,
1: a there had to be a science. <laughs> there had to be a science. There had to be a science that we don't know about anymore it's been lost and it and this is not a strange thing in history because w- w- you heard of the dark ages right
0: yeah
1: okay well the reason they call it the dark ages is because there was like no growth of technology no history was lost we don't know exactly what happened this stuff that we had to relearn in in the renaissance times that was known in the ancient world okay lost in the dark ages because there was a plague and all you know all these things happened warfare uh quarter of the population of the world dead in the plague um, then when the renaissance happened and they started to you know question things again science was was being worked on again we had to relearn this stuff A lot of this, the mathematics that came out in the last, you know, 500 years, 400 years is based on stuff that the ancient Egyptians, we are just finding out now, kind of knew. They kind of knew this stuff. Maybe not exactly, okay? Like the the equation of pi, 3.14, okay? We figured out pi, but there's evidence that the Egyptians knew about pi because there's certain dimensions, like in the great, the great, uh, the great pyramid in Giza, that equal pi. How the fuck did they know that? How'd they have that geometry? How'd they have that technology? And 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 again, just you don't even have to look at the math. Math is beyond most of us. It's beyond me. Okay, but but just look at the fact that they built these pyramids and they. Built them with such precision, the stones were cut so perfectly down to a to science a fraction a fraction a fraction of an inch, okay, that they could all fit perfectly without anything in between them. Just fit. How? How could you do that? They didn't have they didn't have diamond cutters back then and all. How'd yeah. they do? Okay. How'd they do that? Um. And there's examples of this all over the world. Okay, there's the Lalibela stone churches in Ethiopia. There's the, the, the Egyptian pyramids. There's the South American pyramids. Uh, I just saw something that they, they found pyramids below the Azores Islands, which is, I think that's in the, it's in the Atlantic, close to Europe. Uh, I, if I'm right, I think so. Uh, they found pyramids there. That under the water, yeah. Okay, they say there's pyramids under the Bermuda Triangle. Okay, now that would explain a lot. Okay, and obviously these these pyramids were not built under water. There was no water when they built it. No,
0: there was probably just the the sea level just went up after. It was
1: it was the sea level, right? Now you know that's when you get into the story of the Great Flood, and. How did that happen? Exactly when did it happen? We have an idea. Okay. Because there's, there's all legends of great floods in every culture. Okay. Uh, we don't know exactly when it happened, but it, it ties in with all this. And, you know, when you're talking about the Atlantic Ocean, also, you, you, you know, it goes back to what I said about Antarctica being 2,000 miles more to the north than we know now. So you could have had a landmass right there, uh, North Africa. Between North Africa and South America, you could have had a landmass right there, okay, and that, that slipped to the south, okay? And But there was an ancient civilization right there. Now, wouldn't that make sense for Viracocha to come from there? Yeah. All right, because South America is right there to, to, the, to the west. Africa's to the east, maybe they maybe this Viracoka people, okay, or person, probably more probably a, a culture, okay, um, taught the Egyptians what's up, because yeah, like told I said, they the could, one that
0: taught them how to uh, write and stuff like that, He's, yeah,
1: yeah, and, and and science and mathematics, yeah, okay, um, I want to get back for a minute, and, and this kind of talks about what I'm saying here too. That American antiquarian publication from 1880, volume three in 1880. A skeleton which is reported to have been of enormous dimensions was found in a clay coffin with a sandstone slab containing hieroglyphics during mound explorations by Dr. Everhart near Zanesville, Ohio. A mound near Toledo, Ohio held 20 skeletons seated and facing all to the east with jaws and teeth twice as large as present-day people. And beside each was a large bowl with curiously written hieroglyphic figures on it. Wow. Okay, in Ohio in 1880. This was published in the American Antiquarian. And finally, I want to talk about this thing. Which I found fascinating. They have found skeletons with horns on their heads. Okay. Now, again, this I think would be the creatures, you know, the Nephilim creatures, okay, or the Nephilim offspring. All right. Medford, Massachusetts in 1879. Uh, This was reported in the Arizona Sentinel newspaper. A human skull with two horns on its head was found 45 feet below Wellington Station. This was in Medford, Massachusetts. In Pennsylvania, a place called Tioga Point. um, This was in the 1880s. 68 skeletons were found. The smallest was seven feet tall. Smallest. Wow. Okay. Some had horns or horn buds, little, you know, little buds on their skulls. Um, The specimens were sent to the American Investigating Museum in Philadelphia
0: where they were lost. They were lost? Lost. Yes. (laughs) Conveniently convenient okay there might have been like the first, there might have been like freaking um, manatards or something you know
1: I, you know what there's another story too I think uh, in the early 20th century I think it was in Massachusetts where a bunch of kids found a skull with horns on it and they ran around with the skull saying that they found the devil okay because it would look like look like the devil. Okay. Um, but it's, you know, a a museum losing 68 skeletons of which many of them had horns on their heads. I mean, losing them. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And this is, this is part of the whole giant legacy is, is whenever these museums, especially, especially the Smithsonian. Okay. Who, you know, The early days of the Smithsonian, they were were buying up, gobbling up these specimens of giants. Okay? And they pay outrageous money for them. If you ask them now where they are, they don't know. They They don't hide that shit. Of course. They're in the basement. Okay? They're in the basement hidden somewhere because if you actually started studying this shit, okay, and... You know, you could even get the Native Americans involved because it's part of their culture, okay? Because at least in North America it is because we know in South America because they fought
0: these creatures or they
1: lived among them.
0: You know what's funny about the theory that you were talking about that they were here already, giants were here already? When the Viking first got here, they really didn't attack because all they saw were natives and giants, and they were like, "There's no reason for us to even let's get the hell out of here."
1: There's stories, there's legends of Spanish colonists coming here. Okay, now where did where did the Spanish come from? They where did they go to? I should say they were mostly in uh, you know the Caribbean, Florida. They were they were they owned for a while before we bought it from them. Okay uh obviously through mexico and up okay they had eyewitness accounts of giants this is probably the 1500s okay uh the english and the dutch later on also had eyewitness accounts of living we're talking living seeing something okay what happened to these creatures probably about wiped out as 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 time went on as we grew as a nation by the 1700s 1800s they were probably wiped out the indians have stories of them wiping them out because they had to because they, would, they had
0: to but they were strong they, they were eating them and they, were they would kill them
1: yeah they would kill them and they you know uh they even ate them yeah so they had it they had to fight these people off their land okay um one last story here is, is, is interesting. Um, took place in Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, it was a story that was published in the Red Cloud Chief, September 8th, 1921. A petrified body found by miners is six feet four inches long. Embedded in its neck is a beautiful chain. They think it was a female. Okay. The fingers are perfect with long, tapering nails. The hands are folded across the breast. On either side of his head are two horns, each about four inches long. Its weight was 450 pounds. Wow. And it's on exhibition in Helenwood, Tennessee, where it is being visited by thousands of people. This is 1921. All right. Now, to me, that you know, if thousands of people see something like that, there's something. There's something to it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It, it, if it was a hoax, some one of those thousands of people would have said it's a hoax. Oh yeah,
0: of course, that would have. Okay. That that and, 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 and that doesn't
1: mean that doesn't mean that there there wasn't hoaxes, Rob. Okay, because there were. Okay, yeah. you go to you go to a freak show. Coney Island had it, you know. You look at the remember they used to have like the two headed pigs in the jaws and all that shit. You know, they, it's like that's fake. Okay, <laughs> they somebody they, they made that thing. Okay, but you know it, it, it's all this stuff is out there. It's been out there for over you know two hundred, three, four hundred years. Okay, especially in the eighteen hundreds when we started advancing as a nation, it's going West and publishing about these strange findings. It it happened so much that the Smithsonian got involved. Okay. And remember the Smithsonian is not a private museum. The Smithsonian is funded by the government. It's a government agency. Okay. And when you're dealing with the government, they're all going to tell you what they want you to know. Yeah. Now, what if, what if, instead of spending millions of dollars on bullshit okay that we do sending it to countries that just fucking hate us all that okay why don't they spend a cool 10 million dollars which is nothing on studying this history using native americans to help us because they got that they, they got those stories okay let's these bones are somewhere the smithsonian has to have them okay but the problem is is if you start talking about this it blows apart the whole theory of how we got here and who evolution and all that stuff that they want us to believe is the story of mankind i think that that's you know it's a tragedy that we can't even know about ourselves Okay, but we should be allowed to know about ourselves.
0: So they hide
1: it. They They
0: hide it, they burn it, they destroy the evidence.
1: Yeah. Now, look at this cover of this book. And I got some of my information from this book. Can you see it? Yeah. Okay, see that head? Yeah. That's the elongated skulls. Yeah. Okay, now they found these things all over... South America, Peru, these skeleton heads that skull goes back like that. Okay. You look at the that's in South America. You look at hieroglyphics from ancient Egypt. Don't they kind of look like they have elongated skulls sometimes? Yeah. Okay. You say, Oh, that's a hat. Well, why do you need the hat to stick out that high? You know? But there's something to it.
0: There was that guy, that Indiana Jones guy that goes into, um, like the real life Indiana Jones guy, he will go into uh, South America. Yeah. And he found some shit and he called the government and they came and they took it and they pretty much told him, yeah, it's the real deal, but don't tell people.
1: <laughs> don't tell people that. Um, this book that I just showed you, okay, is called The Encyclopedia of Ancient Giants in North America. By a guy named Fritz Zimmerman. Okay. He also wrote this book called The The Nephilim Chronicles Fallen Angels in the Ohio Valley. Wow. Okay. Both of these books are just filled with documented stuff. Okay. Documented stuff here dates and times and, and locations. Wow. And, you know, of all these things, can't all be false, can't all be fake, and this is another book, if, if anybody's interested, I, I, I love this author, Graham Hancock, he wrote a great book called The Sign and the Seal, which is all about the Ark of the Covenant, and the history of it, and the where it went in the world, where we think it is now, Ethiopia, okay, and other stuff about it, the sign and the seal, but this book he wrote here is called The Evidence of Earth's Lost civilizations, fingerprints of the gods, Graham Hancock. Oh yeah, okay.
0: fingerprints of the God. Yeah, that's another. Okay, good book.
1: I love. I've loved this book. I've read it like twice already, and uh, I, I draw a lot of stuff that I'm talking about here from that. He's done a lot of research. This is a real Indiana Jones guy. Okay, he go. He climbed the. He climbed the the Great Pyramid. He climbed it the top. Okay, he had a bribe. He had a bribe Egyptian guards to do it. Okay. But you know, and he's he's been all over the world from South America to Egypt to uh China and you know all over the place. He's he's searching for these ancient civilizations. And wow, it's amazing. He's still out there doing it.
0: You know, for so many people, there gotta be something to so many people writing in so many books. There's certainly something out there that's like a weird history that yeah, people just didn't want we can't let people know these people exist because people will freak out. <laughs>
1: well, you know what? It's it's our history, okay. If they're if they're softening on their positions on UFOs now, if, if, if you have the Navy out there saying, "Yeah, that's a UFO," okay, yeah, or, so. <laughs> yeah or, or 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 you know, there's now the Pentagon now has a an office actively looking at UFOs again. They haven't had that for fifty years, oh, no. okay. They have an, an office actively looking at them again. Uh, if they're softening their position on aliens, why not soften the position on humans? Okay. And, and say, hey, listen, there's a lot of reasons why we told you in the past uh, how your history is, but it's not that way. Let's Let's research it. So we know. Okay. Let's try to figure it out. And I think I think we can get somewhere. Look, in Antarctica, when Admiral Byrd went down there in the nineteen right after World War II, he left in a in a in a panic. Yeah. He was told to leave because they found stuff down there that they don't want people to know about. And and if you remember the Antarctica Treaty from the UN is the only treaty never broken. Okay. And all these countries signed on it and said they will not go down there to develop the area or anything like that.
0: I think that's amazing. They all signed
1: it. So many countries signed it. Okay. And uh, why? Well, obviously, there's some danger or if not a danger, maybe not a danger, but like a a sign, you know, an example of a link that could tie so many different things together. The missing
0: link. <laughs> the, missing,
1: the missing link. I mean, you know, I, I, I believe, you know, again, I believe in my gut that there were civilizations older than what we know about and we've lost what they are. We don't know what they were about, where they were located, who they were, what they looked like, what was their powers, their science, their technology. Okay. And I think some of that some of those secrets can be found in Antarctica, I think.
0: Wow. Well they might have or they might have gave us some of those secrets, but again the dark age just came and we lost the technology, we fucked it up and we had to retrain ourselves how to do it again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And uh right. I mean, you know, mankind has been too busy killing each other for thousands of years, you know, and doesn't end. Still going on today. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah it would never end this it was savages
1: i know i know i don't know
0: I, w- I wouldn't mind having that extra yard you have more teeth to eat my food more
1: yeah well yeah you could eat you could eat
0: another steak <laughs> and there's some people <laughs> i need <would eat> to <laughs> <laughs> them over the head and barbecue them <laughs> <laughs> So, Mike, another fantastic show of a uh, conspiracy theory, man. We got um, this is show number two about giants, and our uh, next, uh, the next show, we're gonna get more deeper into South American giants, a little yeah. bit of the culture. uh well, we'll, we'll talk. Were, we're, at.
1: Gonna, we're gonna talk more next week about uh, Veracocha, okay, and South America. Not, not so much about giants. It'll come up, okay, but we'll talk about. The ancient cultures there in South America that appeared out of nowhere and how did that happen?
0: Yeah, man, don't, that really and, came, and, man. And, uh, and,
1: and, and, really one like thing you got to remember, one thing you got to remember too is some of these places are way older than history says. Wow. That's the, That's the key because I think that our dating technology isn't always right that's a big problem. I think we rely too much on that carbon 14 dating. They have to come up with a better way because I, you know, it kind of would mean that, you know, like for instance, real quickly, like the Sphinx. Okay. There's some people that say it's only 10,000 years old, but that makes no sense to others. Because if you look at the Sphinx, There's actual water damage on it, and there was no water in that region (laughs) since about 25,000 years ago. Yeah. Okay, so that would mean that in ancient Egypt before before hieroglyphics and the pyramids and all that stuff, the Sphinx was there. But they never want to talk about that. Okay? How could that be? Who built that? What is it? What does it mean? Okay, but if it's got water damage on it, and they could tell from the, the when when something's eroded from rain, it has lines and stuff and I, yeah. I don't know all the details, but but there's a way to tell. Okay? And how could it how could it be like that if it wasn't being hit with water? Well, there's no water in that area to do that, not since it was subtropical and that was like
0: 26,000 BC. Yeah. So that's anyway pretty fascinating and they got yeah. water damage. Yeah. And then the thing is like a man cat, right? Because it's built like, like a lot. Li- it's like a lion, a man's yeah, face like on a, a lion. lion.
1: Yeah, like we don't know what it means. Yeah. So anyway, um, if you want to find me, you could find me on Instagram, rockermike 212 uh, Rockermike 212. You could find me on um clout hub and mewe on rockermike. Uh, you can find me on Facebook on the Rocko Mike, Rocko Mike, and also the Rock Show page, group page. We deal with a lot. Uh, the Rock Show podcast group page on Facebook.
0: And if you want to find me, you can find me on anything getting lumped up. Look at getting lumped up on uh, on YouTube, getting lumped up on Facebook, getting lumped up on, on any uh, social platform or uh, podcast. We're on everywhere. We're everywhere. Single platform you could think of. Just look Getting Lumped Up. And um, if you want to reach me, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And just look up Getting Lumped Up. And we'll pop up right there. Send me a message. Drop me some line. Or um, ask me about a show that's coming up or whatever else we're going to do. And um, like we always say, Mike, don't get drunk.
1: Get lumped up.
0: See you next week. And remember... Yeah, Smoke them if you got them. (laughs) (laughs) Always good. Take care.